welcome to Rise and Shine, the podcast dedicated to women in home building who are ready to rise professionally and shine personally. I am your host, Abby Cornelius, and I am thrilled to embark on this empowering journey with you. Together, we're going to dive into the world of leadership, sales, mindset, results, and corporate climbing, all tailored to the unique experiences of women in this industry. Whether you're a seasoned pro or you're just starting out, Rise and Shine is here to provide you with actionable insights, inspiring stories, and expert advice to propel you forward in your career and illuminate your personal growth. So if you're ready to break some barriers, conquer challenges, and redefine success on your own terms, you are in the right place. It's time to rise, it's time to shine, and it all starts right here. Let's get started. Today, we are going to talk about Q4. Q4 is coming. Are you prepared for battle? I joke, it's not really, it shouldn't be a battle, but sometimes it feels like it. And I know in most of these episodes, I talk to you guys about taking care of yourself and taking care of your team. It's a lot of personal development and leadership conversation. But I do all that because taking care of yourself and taking care of your team is the foundation for the opportunity to really drive results within the business. If you are whole and if you have great personal accountability and if you are leading by example, then you get the responsibility of a team. And when you get the responsibility of a team, the goal is to help create a dynamic that allows the business to thrive. So today we're going to be talking about the business side of things and how that can impact the end of the year. And so I want to kind of start with the framework that there are three different groups of folks within an organization that have goals. So you've got your field staff, that's your sales, construction, loan officers, office staff. They all have their own individual goals and metrics that they're shooting for. Then you have middle managers. Those are the folks that manage the field folks, and they have their own goals and objectives that should be a filter up from the field's goals. And then there's senior leadership who has yet another layer of objectives and again, should somewhat be aligned. What happens at the end of the year is that sometimes the individual goals and the goals of the organization are no longer aligned and it makes it for a very stressful time if there's a lack of communication and a lack of teamwork. So I want to kind of give some examples and give you some do's and don'ts and some tactics to make the most of this time of year. But I need you to be empathetic to each different role and the pressures and the mindsets that they have in order to create that collaboration. I'm huge on saying like you should share your goals and ask for support because I have found that when I am not clear about my goals and objectives, Other people around me can't support me or maybe you're making counterproductive decisions and that can be difficult. So let me give you an example, okay? Let's say as a division, you're doing really great with sales, okay? So sales numbers are crushing it. Everybody feels like we're tracking for sales for the end of the year. Division president's happy, corporate's happy, sales manager's happy because they're on track, but there is a one salesperson who still needs three sales to hit their individual end of year goal, their bonus opportunity, whatever that looks like. Now, if the big bosses don't necessarily want to push extra sales, they may not be as invested in getting that person their extra three sales that they need, but that's where we need to have communication and alignment. It may need to say, hey, where are we at? Who needs what? Let's try to find a win-win-win where the company wins, the employee wins, the customer wins. Like, Where do we find that alignment? And that needs to be conversations with 
the field to their manager saying, hey, I need three more, or the manager being forward thinking enough to know what each of their team member needs to hit their goals, and then communicating that up and saying, hey, I know we don't want to push sales, like we're good, but I really have this person, I'd love to see them get, they've had a great year, can we can we figure out what we can do to still help them get those three, even though we may need not, not need to push sales all around. So this is finding that collaboration. Same thing with construction. Um, I see this happen a lot where construction, maybe in high volume neighborhoods, we try to find as many settlements as we can. We try to pull townhome buildings up or whatever we can to get that extra profit in through the end of the year to hit the profit. Such your senior leadership's goal is I need to hit profit. So they're going to tell the mid-level manager, okay, we need to move these buildings. So mid-level manager is now going to pull up all of these buildings. And what that's going to do is create an enormous amount of stress on the project and construction managers to, to try to make, you know, five, 10 extra houses close in Q4 that they weren't planned for. And so if we're not mindful to give them the additional support and maybe move around some staffing to support that effort, you can really burn out one of your top performing field people because you're not giving them the support they need to handle that extra volume. And so that's not a win-win, right? The company wins. And yeah, you could say the employee wins because they're going to get bonus on those houses, but at, at what expense? And there's definitely a trade-off there of um, extra work versus extra pay. So your goal as a leader during this time is to identify what levers do I need to pull and what support do I need to give? And I would encourage you to take that another layer and say, if I do this, how does that impact the employee and how does that impact the customer? And how can we find those win-win-wins? When I have had phenomenal ends of years, it's when there's something like a quarterly division meeting and the division president comes in and says, hey guys, like here's where we're at on sales. Here's where we're at on settlements. Here's where we are, you know, with profit, we're doing great. You know, we just need to stay the course or here's where we need to focus. And it's all hands on decks. And there's this like transparency and communication and it feels like a rally. And, you know, the leaders are sharing success stories, you know, week over week as things are going and they're sharing our progress. And, and at the end, you all feel like you win. I remember um, many years ago, one of the divisions had this really big sales goal. I want to say it was like 500 houses. And the sales managers had shirts made. There were three sales managers. One had a five, one had a zero, one had a zero. And they, they started them in January, like wearing them in January and promoting this like all year, every sales meeting, wear those t-shirts, talk about where they were, where they were going, helping these 500 families. And when they hit that mark in Q4, it felt amazing. It felt like Everybody played a part. Everybody in the office knew what was going on because they saw these shirts. They were asking questions. Everybody in the construction field knew what was going on because they were talking about this. And although it was a sales number, it felt collaborative. It felt like every single department was in on it and wondering how they could help each other. And so I really want to encourage you to think not just as a leader, not, not just as somebody who has, you know, direct reports, you know, even, you know, individual contributors, you need to be thinking, how can I be exuding teamwork right now? If I'm tracking for my goals, if I am on pace, who needs a helping hand? Who can I support? What department can I just maybe even buy lunch for or write them a really great thank you note for all their hard work? Like, what can I do to help create this sense of 
collaboration, and also a sense of calm. And I think this burden falls mostly on the leader's shoulders. So uh, I feel like when pressure comes from the top, ooh, you know, it squishes on each level and, you know, the field feels it the worst, unfortunately. And what we need to do is how do we relieve that pressure? How do we understand that these objectives are real and they're important and you know, we have obligations to them and we want to hit our goals and we want to hit our bonus dollars. Like we want all of those things, but how can we flip the script and get there in a more um, energized and positive way? And that's 100% through communication and through um, teamwork and not expecting one person to be fully responsible for the burden of any of these metrics. So I want to share some do's and don'ts real quick. Um, just kind of recapping everything. So do be transparent. Leaders especially do do not hide in the office and hide behind closed doors. I've seen this happen sometimes. Um, a little bit of background for those of you who aren't fully familiar with what's happening in a leadership standpoint this time of year. It is twofold. It is absolutely we have to hit these end of year goals, but they're also typically in forecasting for the next year. So they are under enormous pressure to find this perfect balance of maximizing current year end while also setting themselves up for success for the future year. So have a little bit of empathy that they've got a lot on their plates and that some of the decisions may not make complete sense to you, but hopefully they're in the best interest of the company today as well as next year. Um, but don't hide. Now is not the time to hide in your office. It is time to be very conscious about getting out there offering support, um, which is my next do. Do offer support. What do you guys need? How are you tracking for your goals? Do you need anything for me to get there? Every leader should be having that conversation with their employees right now. Are you tracking for your goals and how can I support you? If those under you hit their goals, it should trickle up and allow you to hit yours. And that's how we feel more collaborative. Do not send snarky emails. For some reason, I feel like this time of year becomes passive aggressive email time where for those of you who haven't, and if you're still not tracking and did, it's like, okay, we get it. We don't need snark. We're all trying to work really hard. Try if, if you can eliminate emails, get in person, get on Zoom calls, emails, use them as a follow-up to reinforce and make sure your tone is good and motivating because nothing can kill productivity more than discouraged employees. So be mindful of that. Um, do start now. I do not want you waiting until November and December to figure out how to finish the year strong. That is like the kiss of death. Um, often that's more of a result of just being very reactive in your business and saying, well, we're okay now, we're okay now. And then it's all of a sudden, all of a sudden, oh shit, we're not okay. I want you to pause in September, put a plan together for September, October, November. Let December be either icing on the cake or buffer to solve unexpected things that come up. It should not be December 1st. How can we get five more settlements and how can we get 10 more sales? That's super stressful for you. It's super stressful for your team, especially over the holidays. And it doesn't feel like a great way to end the year. So let's try to forward everything as much as you can to get to your goals or have a really strong plan in place prior to the end of the year. And then fourth do is find that win, win, win. And when I say three wins, I mean employee, company, and customer. We should not be making decisions that don't benefit all three. And I've seen all kinds of crazy scenarios happen where maybe, 
you know, the company wants to get some extra closings. And so they pull up a house and they say, we need to close it. It puts a lot of pressure on the employee. They're closing homes that they don't feel hundred percent confident about. And the customers are moving into a not complete home. And it was like, okay, great. Congratulations division. You hit your profitability, but what, at what expense at the expense of an, uh, of a stressed out and overworked employee. Who's not proud of the work they put forward and a customer who moves in with a giant punch list. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. Right. Or, Hey, we need 10 more sales. Everybody get out there, work late. We're going to run this spiff. And it's like putting pressure on top of pressure, which is, as we know, selling from desperation is not, um, it's not productive. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't end up being the best method for sales. So we want to try to find those win-win-wins and we need to not be just focused on who, who's going to hit my goal. I need to hit my goal. If we're very self-centered and we're not looking for those multiple layers of winning, then we're falling behind. Um, so that's kind of like my gist. I want you to think about how as a leader, you can create that sense of calm cooperation. I want you as an individual contributor to communicate your goals and what you're shooting for with your leadership and make sure you're asking and advocating for what you need so that you also finish the year strong. I want leaders to communicate what they're what they're focused on. That way, everybody's working in alignment. And I want to share a couple more examples before I wrap this up. I want to share an example of a way that you can create teamwork and create a really positive vibe during a stressful time. So right now is a great time where construction, um, well, first of all, understand your division. What are you pushing for? If you're pushing for sales, if you're pushing for settlements, um, this impacts different departments in different ways. So if you're super settlement heavy in Q4, which tends to happen, you need to be mindful of your office staff, your closing coordinators, your loan officers, everything they're going through to keep these deals and mindful, obviously, of the construction field as well and what they're going through. So if you are in a another department, offer support, bring them lunch, tell them how much you appreciate them, ask them if there's anything you can do to take burden off their plate, especially if you're on the sales side, you can help facilitate conversations like, hey, customer, don't forget to turn your loan documents in, you know, you're a month away from closing or, hey, you know, closing coordinator, thank you so much for that extra effort with that customer. I know they were really happy and I appreciate you being flexible and finding them a new time, so on and so forth. Like, extend gratitude, find ways to help. Um, one time in my career, I remember the office, the, the operations team, as well as the office manager coordinated bringing lunch to the models for sales and construction for a whole quarter. So it was like once a week, somebody would come out and bring lunch and sit and, and just be a face and say, hey, the office is here to support you. Your ops team is here to have you. We're bringing food to you guys in the field. Um, we're spending time with you to just like, just show our love, support and appreciation for what you're doing and how hard you're working this time of year. It's a simple thing, guys, like super simple thing to do. It takes execution. It takes a little bit of money, but it goes a long way to creating that atmosphere. And again, sharing what the goals are, tracking that progress and creating that excitement around, you know, it's like that thermometer, right? We've got a fundraiser going, we need $100,000. Like showing that progress helps people see their hard work in action. Um, I was listening to a podcast this morning and the gentleman was talking about how having a goal is great, but at some point you need to just like write the goal down and then throw it away. And what you need to be focused on instead 
is what's the purpose? What are we getting after? What processes do we have in place? And how are we tracking progress? And that's really how you get to the goal, but that's also how you enjoy the journey. So if you can implement some form of, hey, Clarity, what is our purpose here as a team? What processes are we going to do today to make that happen over the next three to four months? And then show and track and celebrate progress along the way. It's going to be huge. It's going to be the difference between stress and overwhelm, hair on fire the last 60 days versus an enjoyable, still hardworking, still energetic, still hitting those goals, but just doing it in a different and more positive way. All right, that's it for now. I hope you all have a really phenomenal Q4. If you are tracking for your goals, congratulations. If you have room to go and grow and you need additional support and you want to brainstorm some ideas, feel free to give me a call. We can hop on a coaching call. Happy to help you with that. But just remember all the hard work that you've put in all year to growing yourself and to growing your team. Now is the time where you get to tap into that and you get to really shine. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Rise and Shine. We hope you're leaving today's conversation feeling inspired, motivated, and equipped with the tools you need to make a meaningful impact in your career and life. Remember, your journey is unique and every step you take brings you closer to your goals. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a moment of empowerment and share with a friend, somebody who you think may benefit from this episode too. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts, insights, and even topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes by connecting with us on social media or leaving a review. Your feedback helps us tailor Rise and Shine to meet your unique needs. Until next time, keep rising, keep shining, and keep making your mark in the world of home building.